0: It's the Lost Year's Pod, Lost Year's Pod. Running through this show called Boy Meets World is what we're doing. Sit and tell your friends who will always stand by you. It's the Lost Year's Pod.
1: Hello and welcome to The Lost Years, a retrospective fan cast. I'm Sid.
0: I'm Tay. And welcome back. Eighth episode. Eighth. (laughs) Just some quick things before we really get into it. The first thing that I just want to yell at Disney Plus about is messing up the aspect ratio.
1: Yeah, I had
0: to reduce <laughs> yeah, the screen. I had to make my screen. thing very small to watch it because Disney. And I I was like what is is this just me? Like is there a setting? So I looked on Twitter and everyone's yelling about it. So all right,
1: cool. I didn't actually look into it other than that, You're but I was like, just angry at myself. Yeah. <laughs> Or like to myself, like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah, why is
0: it like this? I was so annoyed. I was like, why is everything so large? I don't understand. Yeah. Hopefully they fix that soon because it's very annoying. Ooh, fingers crossed. Also, something I'm just throwing at you right now out of the blue. New segment idea. What's something you're nostalgic for? Oh. Huh? And we can like. we can absolutely cut this out if it sucks. But I'm curious since we're, listen, the brand here is nostalgia. Mm-hmm yeah so so what what do you think sid what's something you're nostalgic for this week oh how far back can i get literally as far back as you <laughs> want it doesn't anything? have to be that far anything you're nostalgic for basically it's just this is just what do you miss <laughs> what do you what do you miss, what do about I miss? the past
1: <laughs> oh man well i i talked about it today on the twitter mm-hmm. um I was listening to a podcast and it made me think of going to a live show and Ooh, the yeah. energy of a live showroom. And I got sad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just missed, I'm just going to events.
0: Yeah. That's, that's just, a that's
1: like a, a life thing dealing with in the mm, panini.
0: The the panini. The panda Express. But what about you?
1: What are you nostalgic for?
0: Uh, this is actually, I was, this this is part of the reason I was thinking about this question is because, uh, Taylor Swift is re-releasing her Fearless album tonight, oh, tomorrow, yes. tomorrow, tomorrow, um, tomorrow yes. night, I guess, at midnight. And, uh, I'm very <laughs> excited for that. And so I'm, I'm nostalgic for that time, mostly for that album release because it was such a big deal. I was like such a big fan of Taylor Swift and I still am. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Listen, she's important to yes. me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> no, I fearless was probably my favorite album mm-hmm. back in the day too so i'm i'm excited for I'm it
0: so excited for that album so yeah
1: i like that's, that that's, yeah, i'm I excited think for that it's cute give a little give a little more flair to the yeah. show <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, just add something fun all right let me get into cool jump in about this eighth episode, man.
1: yeah uh eighth episode is titled teacher's bet i liked the word play It aired November 19th, 93. There it is. So, two years before my birthday. (laughs) Two years before, but the day of your birth. It is my birth. The description is, Feeny makes a bet with Corey to teach his class for a week. If more students pass, Corey wins, and if more students fail, Feeny wins, so... There you go. That's it. Let's jump in. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's all they quick- do this
0: episode. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 literally the whole episode. Real quick though, before we jump into the recap, I, recap, I did want to do some content warnings for this episode because it gets a little heavy at the end. Mm-hmm. There is talk about Nazis. There is talk about Jews, and there is some anti Asian sentiment implied. So I just want to get those get those in there so people know. We'll probably put it in the episode notes too, just in case. Yes. All right. So we're into this cold open. We're in the calf. Corey and Minkus are already there. Sean walks in, brings Corey an article on a baseball player who's being paid $43 million to play baseball for six years, which is a lot now, but even more in the 90s. (laughs) So much money. Oh my god.
1: I was just gonna say I love that Minkus is just casually with them. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, he just became part of their friend group. Kind of.
0: He's the third friend this episode. Only he doesn't get fired. (laughs) He's a sweetheart. So made me happy. Anyway, Minkus did the math on that per year so quickly, but he also knows that teachers make about forty thousand a year, which weirdly still probably true. And he's he's very upset about about Feeny not getting paid more, even though Corey and Sean think he's overpaid. Kids have no concept of money. No, <laughs> Minkus, uh genius boy that he is, understands that Feeny is very underpaid. But Corey says that nothing about teaching sixth grade ever changes, and neither does Feeny. So why should he be paid more? He's naive. <laughs> yeah, ch- children, children. Amiga says he's wrong. Corey then predicts what Feeny is going to do. He's going to come in, drink water from the fountain, flick his mustache, get coffee, and ask Corey if he's done the homework. He's so predictable, says Corey. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, this plays out exactly as he predicts. But then when Corey is asked about the homework, he and Feeney finish the sentence at the same time. But my little sister ate it, and Feeney calls Corey predictable. Oh, how the tables have turned. The audience laughs. We're all laughing. <laughs> We're all having a good time in this first scene. <laughs> we go into the credits here. And then obviously our first classroom scene, Topanga's back. Yay. Oh, it made me so happy. Always Just good to see back her. back in. Yes. The lesson for today is prejudice. Corey makes jokes about being prejudiced against the cafeteria food, and he and Sean high five. Oh, yeah. Good joke, Corey. So good. Got him. Got, got him. <laughs> Nailed it in one. We're Uh, done. That's all we have to talk about this episode. (laughs) And that's the end of the episode. Thank you for listening (laughs) to the podcast. Um, Feeney passes out a book to the class and then talks about the subjects around prejudice that they'll be discussing. I find it so interesting that they didn't say racism. Even though that's basically what they're learning about. But the less impactful and slightly less related to power structures version, which is prejudice, more related to individuals, which I I just find that so fascinating. I'm I'm very curious if it has to do with like being on the seven o'clock block of ABC that they couldn't say racism.
1: Yeah. I'm not I'm not quite sure, but I did find it interesting just right from the beginning.
0: Like this is what we're talking about. It's mm-hmm. like nice. Good. Good episode. <laughs> Uh, So Corey gets the book, he makes a comment that it's about some girl. And I'm sure you can guess (laughs) what book they're reading. Um, (laughs) Feeney pulls Corey aside after class and says he's getting frustrated with the jokes that Corey's making while he's teaching because it makes his job harder. And Corey's like, he makes jokes to make Feeney's job more interesting because they both know his job's actually not that hard. And he's like, oh, Oh, oh! my job is easy, you say. Okay. Uh, I mean, I thought your job was easy because all you have to do is, is sit behind a desk and learn and listen. And Corey's like, what? No, I spend 35 hours a week with you and I have homework and all I get is five bucks a week. You probably make that in an hour. Again, kids have no concept of money.
1: Yeah. I don't know if – I mean, he was just referring to like chores or allowance or something. Yeah. But the way that he said it of like – this is like this is all this time that i'm spending i was like are your parents paying you to go to school and like learn stuff <laughs> like the it was just the way i know it probably was the allowance but yeah. the way they said it i was like okay
0: <laughs> i didn't <laughs> like that application <laughs> listen if you go to school today i will pay you at the end of the week <laughs> you get through a full week you get five
1: bucks <laughs> yeah there you go
0: But yeah, Corey's implying, you know, Feeney makes too much money. Feeney's like, oh, yeah, I make $5 an hour. That's how I afford my Ferrari. Corey's like, you don't drive a Ferrari. And Feeney says, oh, right, it's a gremlin. Feeney's funny. So Feeney, knowing all of this, is like, I guess I've been underestimating your job. So how about we switch places? You teach one of my classes for the week and I'll be your student. And at the end of the week, if more students pass the test, you win. And if more students fail, I win. Corey is so excited about this plan. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Loves the idea of having power over Feeney and getting an easy job. Feeney is just gambling with his student's education to prove a point to one student. Truly a choice here, Mr. Feeney. <laughs>
1: I did. uh, Maybe I'll talk about it in a minute. But he's like, "Why don't we make this experiment a little more interesting?" Yeah. And later on, this experiment that they do, or like the bet that they actually make, kind of blew my mind a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know Phenie was probably like, "Yeah, I really like the <laughs> way that we cut but... off."
0: And uh, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> "Want to make it more interesting?" You don't actually know. <laughs> Find out next time <laughs> on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like so, now i'm intrigued yeah okay. <laughs> they really they really set it up also just really quickly because mm-hmm. i did have it written down and then just didn't say anything earlier but considering a few episodes ago when they were talking about how east and west germany are still being a part of their textbook curriculum i mean like cory kind of had a point I like know. it's just the same stuff every year but um i can see where he's coming from but he's wrong he is wrong
0: <laughs> he is he is wrong and naive but uh from his perspective, I understand why he might think that. <laughs> I mean, he's only been in sixth grade this one time, so I don't know how he would know that it's the same stuff every year. It's but just every time. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we go to the next scene. It's at the Matthews house. Eric is coming home. He's he's here with a new girl. Morgan and and Amy are on the couch, and Morgan says, "Hi, new girlfriend." And Amy makes a or Eric makes a joke about Morgan putting her her foot in her mouth it's very cute Amy introduces herself to the new girlfriend and Morgan says hi I'm Morgan and I'm five and a half and the new girl Linda says well I'm Linda and I'm 15 and three quarters and sits next to Morgan on the couch Morgan says I like her it's very cute
1: this is a very cute moment I also appreciated that when Amy introduced herself she said hi I'm the mom mm-hmm. <laughs> with using the article the <laughs> it's
0: very, very straightforward and I appreciated that. I also like Linda, for the record. She seems great. I really enjoyed her. Amy offers food, and Eric tries to get her to take Morgan with, and she does try. Amy's like, oh, I could use some help in the kitchen, Morgan. And Morgan says, you're just going to have to be more independent because I want to stay and talk to Linda. Morgan gets the best lines. Yeah, Morgan really (laughs) does get some of the best lines in this show. I mean, they're obviously made better by the fact that she's five, but it's just she's doing a great job. Yeah. Amy's like, I tried. Exit stage left and, and we're left with Linda and Morgan and Eric in the living room. Linda and Morgan are talking. And Morgan just throws Eric under the bus. Linda's like, has there been a lot of old girlfriends? And Morgan says billions, (laughs) which (laughs) is so many. Because realistically, we've only seen three, potentially. We've seen Heather. Heather. We saw Feeney's niece. I think he yes. talked a, a briefly about maybe briefly about another girl. I don't know why
1: I blanked on the third girl being Feeny's niece when it was literally one episode ago. Right. <laughs> I was like, "Who is the
0: third girl?" The niece. <laughs> it's fine. I'm doing fine. We're doing. It's <laughs> listen. We're all doing our best. <laughs> uh, Linda asks, uh, or Linda says, Eric just asked her to study. And Morgan says, you're going to fall for that one. Amy comes back in and is is like, snacks are ready. Morgan pulls Linda into the kitchen. Eric says, isn't it time Morgan gets her own apartment? It's funny because she's five. (laughs) (laughs) What is age? What is age? Moving out. Independent. Become independent, Morgan. Oh, man. Corey and Alan rush in. Apparently they were racing home. Corey on his bike and Alan in his car. I don't understand. Somehow Alan wasn't doing so hot with driving. (laughs) Yeah, his car is apparently so slow that it cannot beat a bike. But Amy asked Corey why he rushed home because doesn't he want to show off his new bike? Corey is so excited to tell his parents about him and Feeney's bet. His parents are skeptical since... He only gets a C in social studies, and he's confident. The book does all the teaching. Feeney's just Vanna White, a really great poll for the 90s. Got a good audience laugh. Got a good laugh out of me, Yeah, part of the audience. <laughs> <laughs> me as an audience member. I laughed. (laughs) (laughs) I did laugh. It was good. Alan is like, Hey, what what are you guys betting on? Like what are you betting with? And Corey says he put up his new bike. Alan is, uh, I just bought you that bike. Excuse me? What what excuse me? And Amy's like, What do you get (laughs) if you win? And Feeney offered up a fifth of his weekly paycheck. So Wild bet. This is a weird trade. (laughs) He's so confident he's gonna win. Which he should be because Corey's a dope. Imagine if he lost. Oh my god. (laughs) Getting rid of that one fifth of the weekly paycheck. Um, that's I'd cry like so much. Like realistically, I mean, he lives alone. I'm sure he's got like he's been teaching for years. I'm sure he has savings. But like, imagine, <laughs> imagine. <laughs> Tori runs upstairs. He's very excited. Alan has a great moment. What does he want with that bike? He asks Amy. Amy says it's just a feeny lesson, and Alan says, "What if the lesson is I want that bike?" <laughs> Which is great. Which because, would be weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, realistically, like, what is Phoenix? Maybe he has like like young nephews or something. Yeah, if like, that's it not the case, it would just be for like his. <laughs> right. If that's not the case, he's just taking a bike from a child so that that child can't have it. And that's wild. <laughs> That is a wild. Which disagree. is also
1: hilarious considering that they are neighbors
0: and yeah. Feeney would just be having the bike outside. <laughs> it would Saucing be like in his backyard, of obviously, for him to look at. <laughs> oh, God. So we're into the third scene. Corey and Feeney reaffirm the terms of their bet. Corey's like, you're not going to call it off if I do things differently. Feeney says, it's all you. Do it. Corey is reveling in it, <laughs> introduces himself to the class as, hey, dude. Tells them that things are going to be different, and the the first thing is no caps in class. That rule is, is over. And six different kids pull out baseball caps and put them back on their heads, because for <laughs> Corey, that's the most important thing, is wearing a hat in class. Minkus is very annoyed. But Topanga asks if, since the caps rule is uh, is is off, can they just do away with the entire dress code? Which... doesn't make sense it's one of it's one of six classes apparently one of five classes so (laughs) you're gonna wear your regular clothes for most of these classes and then change into what it is you want to wear in Feeney's class confusing
1: confusing but hey but hey (laughs) she she's gonna live by it
0: (laughs) Corey is very worried that she's gonna show up naked which Jesus Corey come on relax But even if she did, <laughs> oh, she finds she finds nothing shameful about nudity, but no. She wants to wear clothes that are more in tune with the goddess. I was very worried about that. Like I, as soon as she said that, I was like, I just got an immediate flash of her wearing like something potentially offensive in my memory. And I was like, Oh God, is this, are we going to get cultural appropriation? And we kind of do. Kinda. Kinda. Yeah. (laughs) Corey's like, whatever you want to wear, so long as you're wearing some clothes. And then Corey says, to the class for the homework for today for that night they should read the first 30 pages of whatever book george assigned us yesterday (laughs)
1: calling him george (laughs) calling (laughs) him (laughs) george i was gonna say at the beginning of the scene especially when he's like is that all right with you george (laughs) and he's just like me classe It's like this is that's a good line (laughs) yeah anyway him him calling him george just it got me also every single time that he said that.
0: The the weird, like, pointing to, like, his nameplate on his table as well is to be like, George, that good you? George? Huh? <laughs> your name's George. I'm calling you by your first I name, just, Mr.
1: Beattie. I can't imagine calling teachers by their first name being no. younger that that seems so wild like they didn't have first names to me
0: <laughs> no definitely not I'm thinking of like even the teachers that I like could like my high school teacher that I'm still like the only teacher I had in high school that I'm still on pretty good terms with and by pretty good I mean like we're Facebook friends and I will probably go see her in a couple weeks <laughs> I still don't call, like I would never call her by her first name never in a no. million years I call her mama sometimes. Because she's a very motherly figure to me, and I love her dearly. Oh, I love that. But I would never call her by her first name. That's insane. <laughs> oh, my God, the disrespect. Mingus points out that the homework that was assigned for last night was the same as what Corey assigned, and Corey says, it's a second chance, because he knows that sometimes sixth graders don't always do their homework. Mingus is like, what What about, I did my homework, so what am I supposed to do? And Corey says, your homework is to get a life, bitch. <laughs> Wow, Corey. Wow. He's 12. You don't have to be like this.
1: <laughs> They're so rude. But also he's part of the friend group, so I don't like, know. Like, kind of,
0: yeah. We're all just friendly bullying? Friendly bullying. <laughs> just your casual friend bullying. That's This is fine. <laughs> we go back to the Matthews in the next scene. Alan and Morgan are in the kitchen, and Eric comes in with a gift for Morgan from Linda. A genuine Japanese lantern. Very sweet of Linda, and Morgan very much loves it. As the, as the new girlfriend? Yeah. Uh, that is great.
1: It's very she's sweet. She's even being that considerate to the rest of the family and offering something
0: up. Absolutely. I thought that was really neat. Yeah. <laughs> it's the sweetest. However, I needed to look. This has nothing to do with Linda either. Like, she, she didn't. Yeah. She just auditioned for a role and got it. She is not... Japanese. She's, I didn't think that. She's <laughs> Korean. She is Korean. And I was like, ooh, they didn't even a little bit try, did they? Just not even a little bit did they try to get that right in okay. an episode that's like presumably about just like an, an unnecessary you know. misstep so that they could be like, look at this cool gift from Japan. Like, ooh, yikes. Yeah. Yikes, Michael Jacobs. I expect more from you, but maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> if you're gonna, if you're
1: gonna try and tackle the episode, at least like, <laughs> at least really commit to really it. You commit know, to like,
0: it, it it's, seems yeah. strange. That's unfortunate, but I did want to bring that up. No, thank you for doing that. Oh yeah, <laughs> listen, I'm here for the people. You know, <laughs> um, <laughs> I would ask Eric how his day was, and Eric says, "I can't talk. I have to go call Linda." And I was like, "Didn't you just leave her house?" And Eric's like, "That was ten minutes ago." I was like, oh god, my bad. My mistake. Corey comes in, he's very excited about how well class went, calls himself the greatest teacher in the history of the universe. Out of pocket, Corey. Please reevaluate, reassess. He didn't like didn't actually teach. You did you did literally <laughs> nothing. You took away rules and then
1: bullied. <laughs> I don't know if you were considered the greatest teacher.
0: <laughs> oh god. Alan's like, oh, so it went well. And Corey was like, yeah, by the end, it was just like one big class party. And he said, what was Feeney doing during the party? Sean was teaching him to play poker for gum. (laughs) Alan's like, well, when did you teach the lesson? Corey said, the teacher doesn't do anything. All they have to do is read the book, read the book, pass the test. Alan's like, well, did you read the book? And he says, I skimmed it. And Alan's like, what was the book about? He says, it's about the Nazis and the Jews when there was prejudice and stuff a long time ago. The stuff is history, Dad.
1: Oh, yikes.
0: (laughs) I mean, he's 12, but at the same time, as much as I love his parents, I feel like they should have taught him a little bit better. But he's a white boy living in suburbia, so how much can we expect, really?
1: Oh. Boy. Also okay. this is ninety three. Yeah, ninety three. <laughs> How then. fun is it to watch the episode and be like, oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah silly Corey. I mean, listen, he learns which is good, he but He learns. It is is definitely a rough situation to be like listening to this. Alan's like, okay, re-explain this bet to me. (laughs) He's literally like, explain it to me like I'm five. (laughs) Like, please tell me (laughs) what's going on here. Corey says, based on the way that Feeney grades, if more students pass the test than fail, then Corey wins. Alan's like, well, how does he grade? Does he grade on a curve? Corey's just like, what are you talking about? Alan's like, think about it. Feeney is going to score really high on the test because he wrote the test. If he grades on a curve, then the higher he scores, the more kids are gonna fail Corey's like well what does that mean he's like it means your bike is gone (laughs) Corey is very scared now as he should be as he should be how did he think that he could take on a teacher (laughs) yeah truly that's why Feeney was so confident to just bet Mm -hmm. a fifth of his paycheck Jesus Christ I can't get over that
1: to just get rid of the money that he's already literally (laughs) not fully receiving with his job (laughs)
0: so we go back to school Corey's talking to Sean who is shuffling cards he's like you have to help me get the class back under control because this is serious now Sean's like you're the one who let it get out of control. Corey's like, you're the one playing poker with Feeney. Sean's like, lighten up, man. You're starting to sound like a teacher. Oh, man. Shocker. Shocker. <laughs> I can't wait until we get more Sean. Sean's really like, ugh. Yeah. Anyway, I'm so excited. Tay had a moment. I did. I had, I was like, ugh. Because <laughs> he gets so Tay good. Tay literally looked off. I, 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 re- <laughs> I just... Listen, oh, like, Sean. <laughs> Sean has one episode this season that is like very specifically Sean and I'm very excited for when we get to it because it's just so I love I love Sean. I love Sean. I just want I'm excited the world for him anyway in due time in due time in due time (laughs) topanga is wearing what i believe is a sari and moves her desk so she can sit on a traditional yoga cushion on the floor cory's like whatever uh mingus also moves (laughs) his desk and cory's like don't tell me you also want to sit on a yogurt cushion which come on (laughs) cory this isn't even a hard word you just weren't trying (laughs) even a little
1: Mancus if anything said. he put more into the word right exactly you <laughs> put more effort into
0: it actually with what
1: you've done I love Makus' reply he's like no you told me to get a life now I'm gonna be as cool as the next guy <laughs> and he has like a fitness ball yeah it's a sit and bounce, <laughs> just sit bounce ball.
0: Yeah. <laughs> for, for him to be as fun as the next guy that is what he perceives as just like a super cool fun guy a dude with a sit and bounce in class everyone's doing it <laughs> <laughs> So Corey, the class starts, Corey's trying to get it back under control, but they're all just like throwing paper around and yelling. He starts by taking roll call and Topanga says she's channeling and will only answer to the name, insert growl sound here, because <laughs> we need to make Topanga weird. We all need to understand that she's weird. Okay. Yep. She's, she's channeling. <laughs> <laughs> the audience loved it. Yeah.
1: Because also Ben Savage just had to sit there and wait for them to stop to yeah. so move on to the next thing. <laughs> Which are always my favorite type of moments in shows but yeah. he was just sitting there like okay,
0: okay. Just are you sure <laughs> Feeny comes in late and, and <laughs> says hey dude sorry I'm late I was chilling with my homies <laughs> Which would sound weird in any case, but sounds especially weird from this presumably like sixty-year-old man. (laughs) He he rolls up in a
1: Phillies jersey. He's got on a hat. He's chewing gum, sitting on the desk and playing cards. So he's doing everything you're not supposed to do. He's really he's (laughs) really taking
0: advantage of the system here.
1: I mean, wouldn't you? Oh, this was actually this is obviously like an outrageous little uh,
0: yeah or
1: like extreme situation. But boy, howdy! I would love to be like in your face, child. <laughs> Just to stick it to this 12 year old. Really? Really play it up? <laughs> I was the camp counselor once. I know this is—it's the best part when you can just get right back at the kids.
0: All—all all with fun, though. It's always fun. All in good fun. Corey tells Minkus to stop making paper birds, and Minkus says, "Stop calling me Minkus. You call everyone else by their first name, so start calling me Stewart." Just real—I love it. I love it. Standing up. Corey up just looks exhausted. Yeah, <laughs> completely just so over distraught. it. As he should. Yes, yeah, as he should be. Corey sits down at the desk and is just very clearly overwhelmed. He's got like the face that like he's seen a ghost and he just like can't handle it. <laughs> like Taya <you>, whenever playing Petrophobia. <laughs> just very, very over it in the moment. <laughs> it's real listen, it's a hard and scary game. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> we go into the next scene. Corey's in the living room. He's reading the book to prepare for class says he he says to his dad, you know, being a teacher is harder than it looks, and nobody would listen to him. Alan says it's because he tried to be their friend, and he should try to be more authoritative. And Cory's like, "How do I do that? How does Feeney do it? I don't know. I never paid attention." <laughs> and then Alan leaves. <laughs> He's gone. He's done with the scene. And this moment is that's done. <laughs> it's over. This moment is over. And then Linda and Eric come in, and Linda is extremely upset. She's crying. Corey's like, what happened? And Eric's just kind of brushing him off. Amy and Morgan come home, and Morgan is excited to see Linda um, until she runs around the couch and sees that she's crying. She's like, what's wrong with Linda? And Eric says, some jerk at the mall called her a bad name. Morgan says, what was the name? And Linda says, it's not important. And Corey keeps like, in interspersing like, between this. He's like, what mall? Our mall? Here? Like, Where? this happened today? And Amy takes Morgan into the kitchen because she's like, Morgan's like, you know, five. She's just like, one time a kid at school called me a poo-poo head. And Eric's like, can you please get this girl out of here? I'm trying to comfort. And so Amy takes Morgan into the kitchen. Um, Corey gets up to leave because he's like, I'm gonna also leave this situation. But Eric's like, some people are such idiots. And Corey just asks again, like, this happened today? And that's the end of the scene. It's very... Kind of a quiet ending. So we go back to school. Corey is now wearing a suit. Sean calls him <laughs> Mr. Nick. Yeah. <laughs> and Minkus says, uh, that's an excellent Windsor knot. Did your mom tie it? Oh, sick burn, Minkus. A sick burn, Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> Corey asks him for help and says if Minkus listens, maybe everyone else will listen. And Minkus is like, why should I help you? You made fun of Feeney and said he gets paid too much. This boy loves and respects teachers. And I love and respect Minkus for it. He's such an advocate and I appreciate him. He's great. Feeney comes in again. Hey, dude. Whoa, that suit. Not cool. (laughs) And sets up to play cards with Sean again.
1: Here's a moment, though, where it takes a turn. Yeah. Where he actually gives a real lesson.
0: Yeah, I am I actually transcribed this whole speech because uh, I think it's really well done. Uh, so Corey starts Fantastic. class. Nobody's like paying attention, really. But he says, class, I'd like to talk to you all about prejudice and how it still exists in today's world. I didn't even know that until last night when I saw a real smart, totally cool Asian girl crying her eyes out because some idiot at the mall called her a bad name. And this is where Feeney turns around and starts paying attention. My lesson for today is that when people treat other people badly because of their skin color or their religion or where they come from, then real smart, totally cool people can really suffer. Nobody's paying attention still except for Feeney. So Corey says, all right, I'm, I'm a crummy teacher. I resign like you win and goes to leave the classroom, which where are you going? But also he turns around and sees Feeney is still looking at him. So he asks Sean what his mother's last name is before she got married. Sean says, Cordini. And Corey says, Corey says, that makes you a wop, right? The whole class goes silent. I had to look this up because I don't remember hearing this word. Yeah. It's like the least offensive while still being offensive slang word they could use, but it's used as an insulting and like contemptuous term for a person of Italian birth or descent. Sean is pissed um he he's like did you hear what he called me like he's asking Feeney and Feeney like what what is Feeney gonna do about it he's like he's a teacher what are you gonna do about it and Sean's like I'm gonna knock his head off and pushes him and Corey pushes him back and and starts like yelling he's like what if you couldn't what if you lived in a country where I could kill you just because of your mom's last name Sean's like what are you talking about and then he is now yelling again a 15 year old girl is dead doesn't anybody care And he starts talking about the Diary of Anne Frank, which he read. And he says, they say she died of typhus, but they killed her just because her name was Anne Frank. She was a victim of anti-Semitism, which he says wrong. And then Feeney corrects him to anti-Semitism. Corey says, thanks, Mr. Feeney. He's not calling George. He called him Mr. Feeney again. He says, you have to read this book. You have to pass the test. Because when someone calls someone else a bad name, it's not enough for one person to jump up. We all have to jump up. And then he reads the last line of the Diary of Anne Frank, which is, in spite of it all, I still believe that people are good at heart. This is a good scene. What do you think of this scene?
1: I enjoyed this scene. I think his lines, like Corey's lines, Mm -hmm. I really appreciated. Because it was just like, it was nice to hear it, just like them talking about it. Yeah. I thought his speech was all all nice and good, and his lesson was. But also just very uh, poignant against Sean. I thought that was interesting
0: yeah i think i think he picked sean because he knows sean the best right and i feel like he probably knew that like more than anything else like their friendship would be okay if he kind of i guess he used him as an example (laughs) To be like, no, this is why it's important. Like, how did you feel when I did this to you? So this is why it's important. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a really well well done scene. Obviously, always lessons, right? It's Boy Meets World. But I think that in terms of the way that they handled this particular one, coming at it from the angle of, like, this kid is 12. Like, he got a pretty solid grasp on, like, the deeper issues of it, which I think is really interesting.
1: Yeah, I also found it interesting because it wasn't, like he was necessarily being taught it Mm -hmm. like it was him learning it himself or like actually just seeing product of society or like in in front of him and just kind of like making his own conclusion that was a very good conclusion Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and just about how you need
0: to be better and that was just nice yeah it was good (laughs)
1: but yeah yeah
0: so we go to the next scene we're still in the classroom Corey and feeney are talking after Feeney's graded the test. The same number of students passed as usual, so it's a draw. Corey is happy. He gets to keep his bike. But then he's like, some students still failed. And Feeney's like, you know, it happens regardless of how good a teacher you are. But Corey's like, yeah, I mean, it's harder than it looks. And he's like, I guess I'm a bad teacher. Like, I guess I'm... I'm not as good a teacher as you. And Feeney's like, no, I, I I, don't think that's true because Sean did a full letter grade better than normal. So I guess you got through to him somehow. And Corey's like really happy. He's like, well, at least one person learned something from me. Feeney said two people. He's like, who else? Feeney said you learned something. Do you think I could have gotten you to read the diary of Anne Frank? And Corey's like, even if I did, I wouldn't have understood it without you. That's what people don't understand about us teachers. <laughs> oh, <of laughs> Corey. Feeney's like, that's all right. Um, in time, one learns to live with the lack of respect, unruly students and minuscule pay. And he sounds so sad. I was like, oh, God, yeah. are you are you sure? Are you good? I feel like you're <laughs> not quite okay with it. And then offers him a role aid, which is a callback to the last scene when they were betting. Sean was like, this isn't gum. These are role aids. And that's the end of the scene. <laughs> just, that's it. He's like, roll eight, and that's the mm-hmm. end. Uh, we go into the end credits. We're back at the Matthews. Eric comes in, and he's really excited. He's with, he sits on the couch with his mom. He says, this weekend, I have a date with the cheerleader. And he's like, oh, no, what happened to Linda? I really liked Linda. And Eric's like, it is Linda. She's a cheerleader now. She made the team. I'm dating a popular girl because I was smart enough to get in on the ground floor. Oh, Eric.
1: Somehow, Eric manages to make the up. The
0: end of the episode about him. (laughs) (laughs) Truly. Amy's like, oh, man, I used to be a cheerleader. Eric makes a joke about how she's old, basically. Oh, they had him back then? And then Amy does one of her old cheers. When I tell you this unlocked a memory in my brain. (laughs) I'm doing this dumb cheer. Because I couldn't be, I wasn't allowed to be a cheerleader. So I did this dumb cheer in my house. I was like, this is definitely what they do, right? That's amazing. It's a, you know, it's a weird cheer full of gibberish nonsense words. Eric's like, that's cute. Dated and uncool, but cute. And then Linda comes over. Amy's the best. She's just like, congratulations, gives her a hug. And Linda's like, oh, I just had my first practice. Eric's like, show show my mom one of your cheers so they know what they're doing, what you're doing in in this century, essentially. And it's the same (laughs) cheer that Amy did. Laughs all around. They applaud. And that's the end of the episode. Very good. Very fun. (laughs) This one's pretty obvious. But what did we learn, Sid?
1: Prejudice is still alive and well. And... Uh, we all have to work together to actually try get it down again. Also, the fact that teaching is hard. Yeah. And they deserve more. They deserve more. They deserve respect. You know, I was thinking even about other sitcoms that I watched as a kid, because obviously yeah. I didn't watch this show. Um, <laughs> that's the point of why I'm watching this. And I, I thought it was interesting, too, because I couldn't really think of that many sitcoms that I'd watched or just, like, kid shows that mm. actually – decided to tackle something like this because i was thinking about all the shows and they would like mostly talk about relationships and you know like selfishness and i mean like still valid things like trying to figure out but yeah i did think it was very interesting that they decided to tackle not one but two like bigger social issues yeah one of them more than the other obviously but (laughs) yeah i just thought it was interesting seeing it also again normalized like through the eyes of a kid too and yeah. I mean like this like made it fun for sitcom purposes or tried to with mm-hmm. the whole bet situation, but it's like him actually learning on his own. Kinda mentioned that earlier, but yeah. I thought that was very neat as well. I did still think he should have been, you know, aware <laughs> that these
0: things were wow. still happening. But that's the point. Yeah. I I really hope in my headcanon he went and like talked to his parents about it and was like, Hey, Tell me more about prejudice. What is up? <laughs> Let's talk about this because I thought that this didn't happen anymore. And yeah. I only thought that because you didn't teach me otherwise. <laughs> That's my head headcanon as he talks to his parents and then they have a leftist awakening. <laughs> They're like, oh, God, we've got to teach our children better. It's episode eight, baby. Yeah, it's episode eight, baby. How do we end the episode? Uh, be sure to rate five stars.
1: Yeah, uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at the Lost Years Pod. Try and post fun memes. We do. I'm trying to be better about them. So stay tuned for that content.
0: <laughs> and
1: also share your favorite. What are you nostalgic about?
0: Let us know. Yeah, tell us what you're nostalgic I'm, about. I'm intrigued. Tweet at us. Or email us. We have an email. The last year's pod at gmail.com. So hit us up on that and, and tell us what you're nostalgic for. And maybe if we get some, we'll read them on the next episode. That'll be fun.
1: Ooh, yes. <laughs> yes. I like this idea. This is a good segment. Yeah. Um, special <laughs> thanks to uh, Tay also for our intro and outro music. It's high quality content provided by a high quality pal.
0: That's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. It's good. Very much enjoy it do we want do we want to promote any individual things oh yes
1: Tay has a twitch
0: (laughs) i have a twitch i was gonna say you if you wanted to promote your tiktok or something
1: oh yeah um or your instagram
0: your twitter's pretty good pretty solid content
1: thank you um (laughs) yeah i'm i'm on instagram and tiktok at sudsley like suds the soap but ley at the end and um then twitter at sid the kid underscore 19 So you can go and follow
0: me there. I'm on Twitch uh, at It's Tay Crow with two Y's. I-T-S-T-A-Y-Y-C-R-O. It's a fun time over there. I'm having a good time. Me and Sid are streaming tonight, um, which you won't see because this is in the past (laughs) for you. Well, for us, it's in the past. But I'm probably streaming um, if it's Tuesday when this episode comes out and then that's when you're listening to it. uh, I will almost certainly be streaming that night. So come hang out. It's a fun time. Fun community. Fun friends. Fun games. So, yeah lots of fun my social media is annoying so i'm not gonna promote it <laughs> 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 but i will promote my twitch because that is important to me
1: <laughs> yeah the twitch is very fun
0: yeah i'm i'm in
1: that i'm in there but it's a, it's a good time
0: come hang yeah. all right i think that's it until next time your tay your Sid, just like it's always been what else do you need to know